the whole city knew they were coming. The Hebrews had been delivered from their slavery in Egypt, and as a tribe of nomads, been making their way across the Sinai Desert to where we were, the land of Canaan, which they said God had promised them. The stories started as whispers, uttered with all the incredulity of delicious gossip. Well, I heard the sea parted for them and then swallowed up their enemies. No one could figure out how they could survive as long as they did in the wilderness. So many mouths to feed, and no crops, no natural food source. It defied all explanation. Someone told me the only way they could survive out there was if God fed them Himself. Against all odds, this homeless nation, millions of Hebrew men, women, and children. Survived. We knew they were close, but most of my friends and neighbours believed the walls around our city were enough to protect us from any invading force. Jericho had walls that were six feet thick and fifteen feet high. We had defensive towers that rose even higher in strategic positions. Some were worried. But most scoffed at the very idea that our city was in danger. Their leader Joshua sent spies into the region to observe and report about our defences and our preparedness. I can only assume that they wanted to avoid attention, so they ended up at my establishment. My clients like to stay under the radar. Oh, sorry, I haven't introduced myself. My name is Rahab. At the time, I was working at the uh, oldest profession, as they say. Hey, it paid the bills, and my options were somewhat limited in those days. Anyways, these guys weren't quite as clever as they'd hoped, because someone tipped off the king. And it wasn't long before there were royal guards knocking down my door, demanding I produce the spies who were hiding on my roof. I'll never forget that moment. Time slowed to a crawl as I weighed my options. On one hand, I could hand them over and win the favour of the king and all the people of Jericho. Who knows how I could have leveraged that for to change my life? You know, I could have been rich, famous, powerful. On the other hand, I had this lingering feeling about the Hebrews. Deep down, I had this inexplicable idea that God, the real God, was with them. How else could they have made it this far? And then, out of all the places in the city, they ended up at my place. I mean,、uh, men are somewhat predictable and all, but still, what are the chances? In a flash, I realised what I had to do. I told the guards that they had come and gone. I said, "If you hurry, you will probably overtake them before they、uh, cross the river." Let's just say, well. It wasn't the first time I told a told tale for a fella. 
they bought it, hook, line, and sinker, and they took off on a splendid wild goose chase. Once the coast was clear, I told the spies what had happened and how to avoid the king's guard. Before they left, I asked them to remember me, what I'd done for them. I told them that I believed in their God. I couldn't explain why, but I did. I, knew, I also knew that the city was going to fall. I begged them to tell their people to spare me, my family, and my loved ones, because I'd protected them. They said they would. My place was actually built into the wall itself, and I lowered them to the outside with a scarlet rope. They told me to hang the same rope outside my window when the city was attacked so that the Hebrew forces would know where we were. Well, if you've been to Sunday school, you know what comes next. Joshua fit the battle of Jericho and the walls came tumbling down. Thank you. It wasn't even a fight. They just marched and blew the horn. God knocked the walls down for them, and the city fell. The Hebrews were faithful to their word. Our family was spared, and we found a place among the Hebrews as they settled in the land. Jericho had been a truly evil place. Inhuman, merciless, one of the things that I've learned in those days is that no matter the depth of the depravity of any given situation or place, God is always reaching out, always seeking those who desire to be saved. I wanted to be saved. And I knew only God could do it. I knew I'd never make it on my own. I don't know. Maybe he heard my heart's cry and directed them to my door. His ways are lovely and mysterious to me, even now. So I started a new life among a new people. I was able to find a new line of work. And eventually I ended up marrying a man named Salmon the love of my life. Our son, Boaz, ended up marrying a woman named Ruth. And my grandson, Obed, had a son named Jesse. And Jesse's son, well, you've already met him, David. My great, great, great grandson. You can see where this is going, right? I ended up finding my way into the story of Jesus, the Messiah. I was a nobody. I didn't come from royalty. I didn't come from the right place. I was a foreigner, a stranger, even an enemy. But still, I could feel God calling me. I don't know how I knew, but I knew it was him. I listened. I answered. In a moment of decision, my story became part of his story. <laughs> 